0: Calm Your Mind sessions, putting brain science, mindfulness, and psychology together for your practical use. Join every week with Jess Bigogno, mindfulness coach, psychotherapist, and author, as she gives you methods to calmly navigate your way through the latest world challenges. Hi, everybody. I like to begin each session with a couple of minutes of centering exercise. So let's begin by closing our eyes. and just doing some nice deep breathing. And so making the in-breath nice and long. Really filling the belly as you breathe in as if you were filling a balloon with air. And then allowing the air to release, letting go as you breathe out, again, nice and slowly. And noticing the weight of your body as it goes down through your sit bones into whatever you're sitting on into the ground. Releasing your weight to gravity. Noticing how gravity holds you in place without you having to do anything. i just checking in with your internal weather pattern. Noticing the kinds of emotions that are here. Calm, stormy. Pleasant, unpleasant. And noticing too your thoughts. Whether you have lots of thoughts or not many thoughts. No right or wrong way to feel. Simply noticing what's here right in this moment. And then bringing your attention to something outside you now. Noticing sounds. Noticing the sounds that are further away. Right until you can notice the furthest sound from you. And noticing too the contact between your body and whatever you're sitting on. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. Okay, well done. So, in today's session, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, impermanence and letting go so let me explain there is something about the nature of um being a human which means that um we have a tendency to want to hold on to everything we want to hold on to especially all the things that we um that are important to us that we care about that make us happy and we um and we we're not very good at um letting these things go when they naturally disappear and so, the reality of our life is that stuff happens and then it disappears. Okay, so our childhood, um, your breakfast, um, cassettes, cassette tapes, they happen in history and they're definitely not around anymore. And you know, and then the bigger stuff like relationships, and you know, the relationships all end in the end, whether it's through death or through separation. And these are very things, very difficult things for us to kind of get our heads around. And the reality is that the only thing that we can really be sure of is that things do change and things do end. So, how can we find a way of dealing with this that creates less suffering than it can do for us when we try to hold on to it, when we try to grasp for it? So when we try to hold on and grasp um for things, our minds get very, very caught up in the the kind of the, the reality of the potential loss. Okay, so. Before the loss even happens, before the thing ends, we are already trying to stop it from ending. And that in itself brings to mind the fact that it's gonna end and it creates a lot of suffering. So our minds kind of get into this sort of place of anxiety where we're sort of trying to control things that we can't control. What does that feel like if you kind of bring to mind, for example, um, a, um, a situation in which somebody else has behaved in a way towards you that has made you feel that in some way. What happens when we try to control that, when we try to make that different in our minds? We can kind of get very stuck in this sort of suffering that comes from, you know, why they behaved in that way? Is it, you know, is it to do with them not caring about us in in some way? And that kind of, for that not, that feeling in the story about someone not caring about us is very tied up in this worry about losing someone as well. You know, if they don't care about us. Then we might, you know, might interpret that as a change in their feelings that they might leave us in some way, um, and then you know we get very caught in that. We might get very angry or defensive, me- actually making the relationship worse in the present as well as you know this kind of suffering that comes from worrying about the loss. And so. Um, What's one way of kind of counteracting this? And and this is something that is very present in Buddhist teachings, but can be very much applied to um, the kind of mindfulness practices that we're we're doing and kind of ways of thinking about this um, in a more secular way. And it's this idea of non-attachment. Okay, and non-attachment just simply means not, not attaching to things being a certain way. Okay, so not having this Attachment to people behaving in a certain way, um, to hanging on to things that might disappear, um, to um, all kinds of things, you know, to work going a certain way, to having a certain amount of money, um, that we get attached to this idea that these things have to be this way in order for us to be happy. And in actual fact, the opposite tends to happen when we become very, very attached we end up suffering because we're thinking all the time about this idea of it going and what would happen, what would be the consequence. And so it's this kind of counterproductive thing that happens that in the act of trying to hold on to something, we're actually causing more suffering than we do if we can accept that things come and go, that things change and we kind of flow with the painful emotions that happen there without um, getting completely overwhelmed by them. And so The opposite of attaching and the opposite to grasping is this idea of letting go, okay? And this is quite hard for us to do, because it's quite ingrained in us as humans to attach and to grasp the things. But this is something that our mindfulness practices can definitely help us with. And so um, there's a a wise Buddhist teacher, called Ajahn Chah, who who says that um, if you let go a little, you have a little bit of peace. If you let go a lot, you have a lot of peace. And if you let go completely, you have complete peace. Okay. So this is kind of counteractive to what we would do instinctively, but actually a really, really important practice and an really important thing to come to realize. And so sometimes when I talk about this idea with people, their reaction can be, "But it sounds like I'm not caring about anything." But letting go sounds like Well, if I let go of any kind of sort of idea of wanting a relationship to be a certain way or wanting things to be a certain way, then it seems like not caring. And this is an important difference. This is definitely not about not caring. It's about caring about things in the present. And this gives us kind of freedom to behave in ways that um, make our relationships more meaningful, that make our lives more meaningful. So just to give you an example, what would it be like to to live a relationship from a point of uh, view of caring and loving. So that's the focus, caring and loving, how you can be towards that person rather than how you need them to be towards you. How would that be different? Can you imagine how that might be different? It's an experience. Okay, And the same with, I don't know, something like a, um, a work goal. So if we are very attached to getting, getting, getting somewhere with a, a job, and That it has to be this way; otherwise, I'm going to be unhappy. That's one thing. But if we let go of that attachment, and actually, what we focus on is our values behind why we want to we want to do this work. So, I don't know. For me, it might be um, helping people, or um, you know, just kind of these kind of values of caring and helping that might come from my job. But for everybody's um, in their own work, it's different. Um, that if we can live according to those values and that's what's important rather than this kind of idea of uh, the way things have to turn out or the way people have to interact with us. It can give us this kind of freedom to be um, able to manage these kind of comings and goings and changes in life as they happen. Okay so um, in order to practice this a little bit I wanted the focus of our meditation today to be particularly on letting go. And one of the things that happens when we let go is that we're able to plant seeds and water them and trust that something beautiful will grow rather than kind of thinking, on the thing that might, thinking about the thing that might grow. And uh, meditation is a bit like this. It's a bit like watering your plants because as we practice a meditation where we're trying as much as possible to let go of any resistance to what comes up, so, you know, sometimes when you have a meditation practice, you might have lots of thoughts, or you might feel frustration, or you might feel impatience, and that we let go of any resistance to anything that comes up, and allow ourselves to be exactly as we are. This is an important practice. It's more important to practice this than to have this idea that the meditation is gonna make me feel calm and at peace afterwards. It's a more useful way of practicing meditation. Okay, so shall we give it a go? if you get yourselves into a comfortable seated position. And close your eyes. And remembering that if any time you feel uncomfortable with your eyes closed, you can always just open them for a minute and close them again if you want to. And just checking in with your body Checking in with your posture. Embodying a posture that feels both relaxed and awake at the same time. So possible having a straight spine. Allowing your shoulders to fall away from your ears. Beginning to connect with the breath. Let's see how the breath arises and disappears. And so Our intention for this practice is to let go of the need to be anything other than you are right now, letting go of the need for anything to be any other way than it is moment to moment. And if your mind goes into the future, which our minds have a tendency to do, thinking about things that we might want to let go of in the future, see if you can come back to the present moment and focusing on allowing yourself to be how you are right now. So when you do notice thoughts arise Just notice that thinking. It's all part of your meditation experience, simply noticing. And so when you're ready, bringing the focus of your attention into the face an in-breath, filling your face with awareness. noticing the tiny muscles around the eyes. noticing the eyebrows. Noticing the jaw. We store quite a lot of tension in our jaw. So seeing if you can let go a little in this area, unhinging at the jaw. It can sometimes help to allow the tongue to fill the mouth. Relaxing the tongue, moving your attention into the shoulder area, breathing in, noticing the aliveness in this area. Breathing out, letting go. Breathing in, noticing any tightness or tension. And breathing out, softening, letting go. Breathing in awareness now into the hands. Noticing the sense of aliveness in the hands. Of tingling, of pulsing, of vibration. Just allowing the life to flow through the hands. Sensations coming and going as new ones arise. Not resisting anything, allowing everything to be just as it is. Just like you can perhaps notice sounds coming and going. Let's see how they appear and disappear. As new ones arise. Allowing the changing flow of our experience to come and go. Letting go of the need for anything to be different. And then breathing in. Awareness into the belly area, allowing the breath to fill the belly area and softening, releasing, letting go on the out breath. Noticing how the breath comes and goes all on its own without you having to do anything. Allowing the breath to flow in and to flow out again. And softening and releasing as you breathe out. And now breathing in to the whole of the body. Filling the whole of the body with awareness on an in-breath. And releasing, letting go on an out-breath. Noticing the flow of aliveness in the whole of the body Vibration, pulsing. Not resisting anything. Allowing the sensations to come and go as new ones appear. Just like the sounds, and perhaps noticing that in the background there's a part of you that notices this part. Always stays the same, steady and vast, the space out of which the sensations appear, out of which the sounds appear. part of us that is like the big blue sky, in which clouds appear, in which different weather patterns appear and leave again as new ones appear. And so, drawing your attention. Now into the weight of your body. As it goes down through your sit bones into the ground. And taking a nice, long, deep breath in. Slowly breathe out down into the ground, into the earth, letting go, letting be. And again, breathing in, and slowly breathing out, letting go, grounding yourself. So, beginning to move a little, beginning to stretch a little. When you're ready, you can open your eyes to bring this practice to a close. Okay, well done. So, what was that practice like? I wonder what you noticed or if you have any questions or anything you wanted to share, um, please feel free to do so in the chat box and I'll, I'll read out the question and, and, and or comment and we can talk about it. How hard is it? How hard is it not to resist anything? Or how easy is it not to resist anything? No, it's difficult to imagine not being attached to some kind of future or goal doesn't that mean you don't care? And so anything can happen, Uh aha. Good question. So yes, this is what I was kind of trying to explain about um, earlier, there's this kind of feeling of the difference between resignation and letting go is important. In fact, letting go is a little bit more like letting be. So rather than letting go of caring about anything, it's more about letting things be as they are. So that in fact, you're able to care about things more you're able to, uh, to care, like I was. The, the example I was giving about, um, you know, when you really focus on care and love for another person, you don't try to change them, and that makes the relationship better in general. You actually care very deeply about this person and 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 in the future of the relationship, but you don't get attached to things being a certain way moment by moment. You're, you're kind of accepting things more in the moment. And same goes with goals. There's nothing wrong with having goals at all. Um, actually, it's important to have goals. It kind of gives us a compass as to where to go in life. But if we have a goal and then we attach to it completely, that means I can only be happy when that goal happens. And that's when suffering comes because there are lots of things that are outside of our control that can happen to get in the way of that goal. And if we are very attached to the idea of this happening and things don't go in the way that we want them to go, then we can have a lot of suffering. So we can hold our goals loosely and make sure that our goals are based on something that's really important to us, okay, in terms of values, ways that we want our lives to be, okay, and things that we care about. So it's more like not having goals, it's not, not having goals, but it's holding them loosely. I hope that helps. Okay, no, worries, yes. okay, thank you, that helps what else what was it like to um, mostly when when um when we practice meditation even though we can have the intention to let go of resistance what we tend to find happens is that resistance comes resistance comes and goes and that's part of the process as well that sometimes we'll have a, a, an uncomfortable feeling that it's the initial um the initial reaction is to resist but that when we notice that happens we can start to let that go a little bit more. It's not about we're not ever going to have resistance, it's about beginning to become a bit more aware of when that resistance happens and letting go. Any other questions or comments? okay guys um so i just wanted to so thank you very much for for joining thanks everyone for joining on the podcast and i just wanted to ask you guys if you have um if you have actually signed up for the podcast if you're following the podcast it'd be amazing if you could leave us a review because that would really help, to, help us to reach more people so that um, it kind of helps helps to get more exposure for the podcast so if you could that would be wonderful